Welcome to the Energy Detox, a petroleum-based blend of leadership conversations guaranteed to boost your professional and personal output by flushing away the hidden and often toxic barriers to peak performance. I'm your host, Joe Sinnott, a chemical engineer, executive coach, and 16-year energy industry veteran, helping you tap into the same resources fueling today's most successful and sustainable leaders. And this morning, we're taking a headline that occurred last night at the end of the uh, market day from EQT Corporation, the largest producer of natural gas here in the United States. And EQT announced ahead of their earnings call this morning at 10 o'clock Eastern that they have optimized some of their firm transportation portfolio. And what that means is they offloaded almost half of their firm transportation capacity on MVP, Mountain Valley Pipeline. And Without getting into the details on the actual story, they didn't quite offload it as much as they offloaded some of the some of the responsibility, it seems, and maybe some of the commitments to someone else while still being able to produce gas, send it down to the southeast, produce uh, responsibly sourced gas uh, nonetheless, and all told, per the release, reduce the cost of their transportation. So all that being said, it begs a question today for you, which is how optimized is your commitment portfolio, if you will. What are you locked into that may or may not be allowing you to continue moving forward? Or as the title of this uh, podcast today is, what what are you doing? <laughs> what, what, are you, what is in place? How are your commitments when it comes to being able to achieve MVP level performance? Do you have firm commitments in place that are preventing you from having MVP level performance? Now, of course, before we begin, when I say MVP, I'm talking in terms of most valuable player, like uh, some of those vying uh, in the World Series last night, including uh, Jose Altuve and, and his counterpart on the on the mound there who had very good performances, MVP level performances, perhaps. I am not referring to MVP level performances in terms of Mountain Valley Pipeline, which, of course, is about $3 billion over budget and about three years behind. But all that being said, the goal today, as always, is to ask you three questions that help you grow, protect, and sustain success. Three questions you can ask today and continue throughout the rest of the week and the rest of the month, even though there's a couple days left, so that, again, you can continue moving forward. You can continue maximizing the performance of yourself and, in turn, of your team, much as EQT apparently maximized and optimized the performance of its firm transportation portfolio by selling a bit and committing to some other firm transportation out West, which you can find in the article that's linked uh, in the comments for this episode. So all that being said, let's jump into that first question today, which is what unnecessary commitments are hindering your ability to flourish? And of course, unnecessary can, can kind of give you pause, right? If you signed up for it in the first place, well, surely it's necessary. You're, you're not going down a path unwittingly and, and continuing to do things that don't make sense except that you probably are. You probably have some commitments that are really not adding a whole bunch of value for you. And the question today is, what might those commitments be? And again, if you're running a company, obviously you might have commitments to vendors and suppliers that maybe don't make sense anymore, or perhaps even to customers that don't make sense anymore. But for you personally, are you committed to figurative firm transportation commitments that are forcing you into 
daily habits, daily things, daily commitments that just don't make sense. And they can be simple as your recurring coffee run with, with folks that maybe eats up a certain portion of your day. Maybe it's your you know inability to say no to lunch meetings. Maybe it's the commitment that you feel to, again, hop on Zoom every so often and, and engage in unnecessary meetings that, again, aren't really adding a whole bunch of value. Again, I don't need to go through the litany of things other than asking you yourself, hey, as you go through today, ask yourself, are you committed to something that really isn't adding any value? And if so, what can you do about it? How can you set that aside? How can you optimize your portfolio of commitments, if you will, so that you can continue to grow and so that you can help your team continue to grow and flourish in an age when time is precious, energy is precious, and quite frankly, money is precious. All that being said, we'll move on to the next question, which is how much time and energy and money are you spending to protect old habits? Are you investing all of your, your, your again, your, your precious resources on things that you've been doing for years and don't even realize that you're continuing to do. Maybe it's your morning routine. Maybe there's some element of your routine that takes, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes or something that you're doing, again, around lunchtime that just it makes you lose focus. It, it allows you to uh, go off on a tangent, if you will. It distracts you, whatever that is. Maybe it's your working environment where you're working from home and you love the ability to go and, and engage with your spouse you know, and, and have lunch with them, but yet you realize that whatever upside that you're gaining from that that commitment that you feel you've you've established over the last year and a half of working from home, maybe the downside from a work standpoint isn't worth it. Maybe you'd be better off working through, staying focused, and then spending time in the evening. I don't know what it is, but you need to ask yourself, are there old habits that have been developed, whether it's over the last 18 months of pandemic-induced uh, changes in your day, or maybe it's over the last several years? Whatever it is, Question them, uncover them, and ask whether or not they are still adding value. And if they're not, just as we said in the first question, figure out a way around it. Figure out a way that it doesn't lock you into things that no longer make sense. And the final question today is, are you unwittingly signing up for unsustainable new obligations? And again, as cliched as it is, you know, you need to, you need to exercise your ability to say no to new things, right? You know, any, any coach is going to tell you that. Anybody that I'm working with that feels stuck, that's one of the first things we tackle, right? Is are you able to say no to new obligations, to new commitments, especially when you don't even realize you're doing it? When you feel so proud of your ability to say yes and to tackle new things and to continue moving forward, are you missing the fact that you're overextending yourself? And again, this is about as, as trite of advice as you could possibly get, but it's because it's true. And I see it all the time. People getting stuck. People who feel obligated that they need to do X, Y, or Z. And one of the best questions that you can ask yourself, and in turn, you can ask those around you when they say something like, well, I need to do this, or I have to do this. The best question you can ask to disarm them is, says who? And, and again, I can't remember the first time I heard that. So if it happens to be you, if it was on a podcast I listened to, or if it was a, somebody in some coaching that they offered me that suggestion, um, my apologies. And, and please feel free. You can, you can chime in live here if you happen to be listening or watching and let me know that it was you who first put that question in my head. Says who? Says who? Who says that your family needs a nice home cooked meal tonight instead of Wendy's because you're overcommitted on your children's activities and you don't have time? Who cares? Says who? Who says that, you know, you can't just have a nice drive-through dinner tonight? 
Yes, ideally you would have a nice home cooked meal and everybody sits around the table, but sometimes that's not practical. So don't put that extra obligation on yourself. Why are you committed to certain ideas like that? And again, that might be a silly one for uh, for some of you out there, but certainly if you have kids, you realize that in many ways, you probably are heavily committed. I don't want to say overcommitted, um, but some of those things feel, you know, like they're, you're, you're stuck in some, you know, 10 or 20 long commitment, <laughs> year commitment, um, you know, to continue moving forward and doing activities, whether it's sports or whatever it happens to be, and you can feel stuck. And it's healthy as a parent to ask whether those commitments are actually serving you, serving your children, and so too in business, asking whether the commitments that you have with all of your stakeholders are continuing to serve their purpose. But the best thing you could do is at least be on guard against new commitments. So again, that is my suggestion for you today. That is my advice for you today. And those are the questions for you today. Ask yourself, what firm commitments have you entered into? Are you continuing entering into that don't add value and don't let you achieve MVP level performance? And as always, thank you for taking the time to listen in today. I hope you never feel committed to listen to any sort of podcast or media or content out there, certainly with uh, no shortage of media and podcast and content available. So with that being said, I appreciate you taking the time and energy to listen to me today. And if any of this resonated, I invite you to check out the link here to this post that can bring you to a, an expanded conversation about firm transportation in the energy industry, what it means, and in turn, at a longer conversation about some of the ways that you can mitigate some of the firm transportation agreements that you've entered into. So with all that being said, I hope you have an excellent day. Uh, if you are curious about EQT's uh, optimization of their firm transportation commitments, uh, I welcome you to hop on their earnings call at 10 o'clock this morning, Eastern time to, to hear a little bit more color on what all of this means. And again, in the meantime, I hope you have an excellent day and thank you again for tuning in.